I'm James. And I'm Stephen. And you're listening to The Big Gay Bucket List. The Big Gay Bucket List is a fabulous fortnightly podcast which explores the shared social and cultural experiences most gay people have or expect to have as we go about our lives. All served with James shouting into microphones, Martin telling him off and me eye rolling throughout. Yeah, that is your main contribution, isn't it? It is. Silent eye rolls. Absolutely. <laughs> and iPads. <laughs> so James, tell us what's or who is on our bucket list today. Well, today we had a fantastic interview with the fabulous James Patrice, where we talk about weight loss, panto and what makes for a perfect Christmas. And also, don't forget, Nola's got a little shout out as well. Yeah, she sure did. She sure did. Nola's back on the pod. <laughs> but before all that, let's put the kettle on for, for a co-host catch up. So James, tell us, what have you been up to since our last recording? Uh, I've had a glamorous uh, night at the theatre. Oh, yes, glamorama. A week or two ago, while Dolly was in town with the 9 to 5 crew, uh, down with, with Louise, Louise Redknapp and uh, various other people whose names I don't know. Louise Redknapp is in it. Did you not know that? I didn't. Oh, well, yeah, no, she was. Is, is it Louise Redknapp? So? It is. Well, no, I think she's just oh, going by no. Louise now. I think she's just going by Louise. She's on but Louise. on the poster, she was Louise Redknapp. Okay. I, I'm assuming she was fuming, and that's why her performance was terrible. <gasps> <laughs> I'm shook. Louise is There's a no other explanation oh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, she... I have to be honest. So, we had a, I had a lovely night. So, it was myself and two girlfriends. We decided... Um, so, well, actually, weirdly, my parents uh, and I uh, decided we would go to this a long, long time ago. But then my parents weren't available on the night. So, I asked um, two of my girlfriends, today they want to come along? And we decided to make a night out of it. We went to Hugo's for dinner, and it was gorgeous. Um, up on up on Baggett Street, we went in there. We were going to do the, the little three course thing. Um, I had misread the tickets, though. I thought it was doors at half seven and starting at eight. It was actually show starting at half seven. So we were sitting there all leisurely. We'd had a bit. Of, we had a few glasses of wine. We'd had our starter. We'd had our main course. The desserts were on the way. One of my friends says, "Oh, could we just check? Like, what time do we need to be there at?" Picture was like, "We need to be there in twenty minutes." So I had to like cancel the desserts. I literally, apparently, um, but one of my friends said to me, "I like I jumped out of my chair and ran with my arm." Arms above my head. <laughs> we need to pay. We have to go immediately. A disaster has happened. Jesus um, so we we paid up then and headed off down to down to the Borgosh. We got in just in time, just in the nick of time. Or actually, not just in the nick of time. Fucking mortified because I ran in. Um, I, I I needed a wee. I needed a wee. So I uh, I, I waited till I got to the Borgosh and I ran downstairs and I was in such a tizzy because I was like, no, I need, need to get my seat. And I was afraid they were going to lock the door and not let me in and all the rest of it. That I just strode just straight into the women's bathroom because oh, I just saw the first available bathroom people walking into it and, just, doo, doo, doo. and um, as, I, as I was like striding in the door some horrified looking uh, old one was like it's the ladies and I was like what what it's the ladies picture you walking with purpose straight into the women's yeah. so I turned around went back outside and there was like this other woman up the top of the corridor who'd obviously been waiting on a friend and she was breaking her heart she laughing at me giant laughing and laughing but so um, the the show then actually was it was completely bonkers I haven't seen the film of 9 to 5 in I mean decades and I'd sort of had forgotten the premiere were you? I was yeah (laughs) (laughs) I am no absolutely Um, and uh, I I had sort of forgotten the plot line of it and it it was completely insane there's like so it's so much more sexual than than I remembered and all about kind of you know women's lib and feminism and, and but it was all done with the great couple of great songs well one great song one one original fantastic song that's 9 all. to 5 and then 
there was well no the, the film wasn't a musical no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, at the start of the song, obviously, 95 is played, but I'm sure they have some... Oh, they do, yeah, no, this. no. The, so the, the real star of the show was the calves on the blonde man who paid, played the male boy. Okay. They were unbelievable. Oh. Where was your seat? We were <laughs> second row back. <laughs> or did you have those binoculars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to have my opera glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we, we were sitting in the second row. So we were we were literally we were we were we were practically in Louise's lap. Right. It's funny. <laughs> I've seen not a bad uh, place to be. I've seen a good picture on the socials. You know that the uh, ten year challenge is around again. Oh. Yeah. But I seen uh, you know two thousand and nine, two thousand and nineteen, as Dolly Parton and it's the exact same picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, I am watching. Um, she has that new Netflix series. Heartstrings. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's great. It's really it's fun. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was it was a great fun night. I really enjoyed it. Then we went to the ferryman, had a couple of cheeky oh, pints. That's a lovely little place. Um, up we were we got in sort of just before the big rush um, from the from the board gosh because we walked a bit. I suppose faster. that's the only place there apart from the HQ and stuff. Yeah, if you'd wanted to walk, but it, which that... has been actually bought by Weatherspins. Oh, has it? Yeah, God, really surprised. There's a few bars in that that square. Is I, there though? But there's the H bar as well. It's yeah. all very H themed. Yeah, like you wouldn't go into that. Um, you wouldn't go into the hotel, the marker. No. Desperate. No. Awful. Food is crap as well. Sorry. I was but there anyway, before. Awful. Before we get down that road, what were you up to? So I actually, I'm a little bit hungover today um, because last night I was in the National Concert Hall with yourself. Indeed. Um, so there was a little concert on, um, which is the launch of Winter Pride. So it was 50 years of Pride. Yeah, it was it's a couple of fabulous performances. Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, I, I sort of at the beginning of it, they they played this sort of little like tributey video thing. It was very Irish, wasn't it? it? But I I just thought it was like they they've obviously they're really going for it. They want to get they want to get the tears out. Like they were very like manipulative. They they wanted you know, yeah. Uh, but they they got like it was you know emotional manipulation. But I was I was there for it. I was on board with it. You know, there was the pictures. Of, there was like the the pic the videos from like the late late back in the day. People on the campaigners all. Yeah. Stuff going through marriage equality, and it was all like, sort of like, and then you got into the the performances, and I felt that some of them were a bit flat, but most of them were lovely. <laughs> so we had Panty MCing, and we had a couple of uh, stalwarts. We had well, David Norris was there, oh, yeah. Um, Neve Kavanagh. She um, didn't sing. I loved how she didn't sing the song. I thought that was hilarious. I was yeah, I was disappointed because obviously, as she said oh. herself, that's what most people want to hear. But I her. I just thought it was so funny when she walked out on stage and she's like, "You think I'm going to sing the song? Well, I can tell you, these guys don't have the budget for the song." <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and she was like, "If you want to hear that song, you need to pay me money and to hear that song." Now yeah. available on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> which actually was kind of a ballsy move. And to be fair, she's a fantastic singer. Oh, her voice is unbelievable. When she brought that other girl up as well on the two and did Proud Mary. That so that's nice. Eddie McGuinness's niece that doesn't sing. She just is, like, she didn't even know she was going to be singing. And Neve kind of sent her the song that day. She was fantastic. She was amazing. Good really God. good. Really good. Yeah. Well, I liked her. She was my favourite of the Eurovision winners. That's, that's, how, that's performed that nice. Really? Yeah. Paul Harrington thought was very well, done very well. No, I know he was very good, but I just thought that she was, you know, she's she got more, better. she's got more charisma, people, it was like, talent. I would have preferred to have one or two songs more from the likes of her than a couple of other. We won't mention any names. We won't shame shames. No. But the beautiful Anne Doyle was there. She was. She got a shout out. I didn't get a picture with her though. You did dart over to her at one stage, which was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, I tried. grabbed my arm, like ran through. This is in the interval. And he was like, that's Anne Doyle. That's Anne Doyle. We have to get a photo of Anne Doyle. And then she ran through a crowd. And then I was accosted by somebody else. I so. can just picture. We need it for the socials. Yeah. We did. We, did. we didn't get it. Our... Now, Anne Doyle is tiny. She's I know. Four we could have taken her. 
<laughs> butter in your bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she's like Kylie Minogue size. <laughs> That's why we're interviewing today. And Doyle, <laughs> yeah. let me out of here. I wish. <laughs> I knew you were going, but what was the event? Winter Pride. Yeah, so uh, Dublin, in Ireland? Dublin Pride are trying to bring in Winter Pride, and it's around. Is that generally not in the sunnier countries. Well, yeah. I suppose. But they're trying to make money. Yeah. Ah, right. oh, sure. Look, if we get a twist. But it's like they're, they're trying to do the Oscar Wilde thing, so it's called a wild idea. And it's around Oscar Wilde. So they're trying to do an Oscar Wilde thing. The impression I get from it is that they would be it will be going somewhat more serious than actual but like it won't be the big okay. party, it'll be kind of a bit more of a historical kind of Yeah, and it's got like Panty's interviewing uh, Gareth Thomas and stuff this week. That's cool, part yeah. of it. Oh yeah, yeah. In that Trinity. Um but yeah, there's a couple of nice events. But yeah, I think as well, it's kind of, it's kind of went a bit activism-y. At but that's stages. good. Absolutely. That's good, because yeah. I suppose June is just all about the party. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, it was nice. I really enjoyed it. No, me too. Desperate night, though. Oh, jeez. We were like we drowned were rats. Soaked. We were soaked. soaked. Absolutely soaked. But it was fabulous. We'd like to say a massive thank you to everyone who put in a nomination for us for the galas in either the arts and entertainment or digital change maker categories. Uh, we're very excited to be on the long list and hopefully, fingers crossed, we might even make it to the short list and you'll see us all in tuxedos in the, the mansion house in February. Anyone who didn't nominate us can just stop listening now, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. We're needy. Stay. How can we make you win? Please stay. <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> we need to stop singing. No, we don't. No, you don't. People love the singing. <laughs> Thank you for the nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> so, welcome. so that's gonna be. We can do frozen style. So we'll just sing all the way through. Into it. the unknown. Into the, I haven't seen this yet. I've heard that it's. Um, oh. I've heard mixed reviews. Well, anyone that says it's bad is a liar. <laughs> and they shall be scolded by me. Oh, lads, it's so good. Is it good? Yeah, well, like, I pres- like, he's a fan of Frozen. Yeah. I, yes, yes, I yeah. am. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And it's like the character development and all that. And it's a bit darker than the first one. But it's so good. And the songs. So Into the Unknown. Yes. Incredible. And the cover by Panic at the Disco. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought it was Adam Lambert at first because he sounds very quite like. Yeah, him. but um, yeah. So I don't know why I'm talking to Frozen now. Well, I mean, but anyway, <laughs> it's topical. It's topical. Christmas and all that jazz, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no. So we usually start off by asking all our guests about their coming out stories. If you're if you're happy to, I know it's a, you know yeah. getting, getting right in at the deep end. Um, well, I James Patrice, um, I'm not gay. I, I actually haven't come out. It's only a mess. I was like, I, wow, a <laughs> scoop. <laughs> it's all a big lie, actually. Both birds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Any, any going around? Just uh, doing this for the follows. Oh, absolutely, big time. Uh, my coming out story, yes. So it was, um, I was 20. Yeah. So I suppose late for some, early for others. You know, there's no right or wrong age, of course. So I was in... Uh, I was on an exchange of sorts. I had to spend a, a summer in France because mm-hmm. I did French in college. Yeah. Did drama and French, dropped the French in third year, in fourth <laughs> year, so I couldn't, no, it was enough for me. So I had to spend a summer in France. So I was over there, hadn't come out um, to myself, let alone anyone, you know. So obviously, you know, but I hadn't said it out loud. So yeah, went uh, went over. Uh, I, 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 I did time in an archaeological dig. Don't ask me why. 
<laughs> I did drama in French. And I was then scraping for bones. And like, it was a nightmare. It was basically like free food, free accommodation in the centre of France. And one of my friends at the time, at the time, oh. after this day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they were like, oh, it's a good way of getting somewhere free to stay. Yeah. And also you can kind of, you know, learn a bit of French, whatever. So anyway, long story short, did it, hated it, left. Yeah. Uh, Created an elaborate concoction to leave. Then went to Paris for a few weeks and stayed with my friend on her floor, which was great. Yeah. Which, you know, you're 20, you don't care. Yeah, it was all anywhere. good. And um, then we were out one night and a chap um, that uh, was there with a group of uh, my friend's friends, he uh, from the country, and unfortunately he's since passed away, uh, oh. but such a, such a lovely person uh, and a stranger to me. And uh, he, we were, we were, everyone had gone inside and he was outside finishing a cigarette. And I, of course, don't smoke, didn't smoke at the time. Thought I was super cool standing there even with someone yeah. having a cigarette. You know, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Super sexy well, in Paris. <laughs> and he was, and they just kind of said, he was like, so you're gay? Yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, well, come on. Like, I know. And I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. And he was like, great. Good for you. And then that was it. So that was that. And I texted my friends at home and they were like, this is amazing, yeah. fantastic. And it's kind of went from there. And then I, 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 it was a few weeks then before I told my family. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I was actually at home going to uh, do a shift in Oxfam because I used to work in Oxfam. Aren't I great? You yeah. are. I'm just yeah. going to get that out. <laughs> I used to work in Oxfam. There you doing, go. Uh, doing um, archaeological digs to start <laughs> to find history. <laughs> yes. They're working in Oxfam. I mean, no, <laughs> Nobel you, Prize on the way. Yeah, you, you, know. went to, you went to find history, but instead you found yourself. Oh. <laughs> James. Yeah, so I was going to, going out to work in Oxfam, and uh, I worked in Oxfam, and, uh, and I was putting on a scarf, and I bought this scarf in H and M because do you remember uh, Beyonce Sasha Fierce Sweet Dreams video, yeah, where she walked with the kind of tie dye scarf. Yeah, yeah. There was one of well, not that one, but a similar version in H and M for a tenor at the time, and I loved it. And I I was putting it on me, and I was wearing it around me neck like with 50 layers, a big dramatic blowing in the wind. And I remember mum was like, oh, your scarf, wow, it's lovely. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she was like, oh, right, and you're wearing it that way. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh, it's lovely, just people might, well, it's just a little, you know, the way you're wearing it. And I was like, what about it? And she was like, well, no, I, I think it's, and I was like, people might watch. She was like, oh, people, and I was like, what, think that I'm gay? So what if I am? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, you're grand. You're, oh my goodness, it's fine. I was bawling my eyes out. Then she, I told dad and my sister, and then it was it. It was and all did, fine. Did you make the shift in Oxfam? I did. <laughs> I did, thank goodness. But no, but yes. you, that's one thing that comes through really strongly in your, uh, like your, your online presence is how close your whole family is. Oh, yeah, um, super so, close. Yeah, like, yeah. I suppose it, it you, you, when you are ever coming out, even if you have that amazing relationship, there's always going to be that sort of fear underlying. Like, oh, what yeah. if? You know, what if? Yeah, um, because you, I suppose you're afraid because you're coming out not only as gay, but then because the way we, well, not nowadays, thankfully, maybe yeah. it's a little bit, but we're brought up years ago. It's like when well, you're not coming out as gay, you're coming out as a different person yeah. to your family. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. not who the, you, that you thought they were. And yeah. You this big mystery because, of course, you think that your sexuality defines you and it's. Everything, well, and it's not, no, you know, and, and, and it takes that. And, you know, I suppose people would say, you know, would you rather an easier coming out story or, you know, would you rather have never came out? Yeah. You know, I'm 13, I'm gay, this is me. But I suppose it works differently for everyone. So, yeah, yeah. mine perhaps created a bit of difficulty in my teenage years, but then 
it was those little difficulties, you know, being bullied and not knowing who I was that made me who I am, that made me appreciate yeah. who I became then. Sure. So yeah. for me, the, the, it, it was, I suppose, not as easier as others, but in the long run, probably made life easier. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And do you reckon your parents had an idea, obviously, before you came out? Yeah, I mean, I suppose. Like, I mean, you know, not to be cliche, it was stereotypical, but I was never into the sports. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, did drama in college, yeah. loved a show. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, look, they, you know, I suppose uh, most parents say it's always some bit of a surprise. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, well, why should anything be a surprise? It's like that new campaign now, I'm coming in. Yes, I like that, I like you know? that campaign. I think it's yeah. cool, I have yeah, to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it is always a bit of a surprise. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the shock soon disappears. You yeah. Know, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but you were, like, obviously then from when you were young, you were always quite pr- you're into performance and yeah. drama and stuff. So mm-hmm. were you doing that? Because it leads, I suppose, into getting into the, the social stuff that you've been doing. Like, yeah. you, you're... You're such a performative person. You, you can carry such a character so well. Is that something that you've oh, always you. been at? But you know, I, I remember I started speech and drama when I was before five because mm-hmm. I was painfully shy. Yeah. Like really, really quiet in school. I, I, I literally just was petrified all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, it was just always this constant look of worry on my face. And um, my sister did speech and drama and singing and music and she it was the opposite of me. It's so outgoing. And I remember mom and dad obviously at the time said, okay, we will put James into drama because, and I always say to anyone, put your kids into speech and drama because yeah. it's great for confidence, yeah, for public speaking, yeah. how you yeah, carry absolutely. yourself. It's just a good skill to have, yeah. you know, whether you like drama or not. So they put me into it and I just flourished. I really, really did. And it was that one hour a week where I felt like I was doing what I was yeah. meant to be. You know, look, I was five. You know what you're meant to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but I just knew that it felt right. Yeah. So I started that. And um, again, look, I was still very quiet in school. Uh, would have been bullied, obviously. I was very effeminate. Yeah. Um, you know, you're called everything. The usual. Yeah, girl. The you. Yeah. Girl, such an insult. Wow. Um, <laughs> they're great, actually. But thank you. Uh, so all those bits. But I found, I suppose immense solace in that and growing up I suppose I, I kept it up I loved it and did it every week did all my exams wow. uh, went from like a class in Malahide into the academy there in Weston Row um, joined the stage school all these bits and I suppose it, it was an hour or two or three hours a week where I really as I felt and as I got older it meant so much to me yeah. I loved going no one judged you you were yeah. there doing your own thing your teacher encouraged you and you just kind of, I suppose, found something that you knew, you knew you're meant to do. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing like it. You no, know, so it, no. all those things definitely helped me with social media. I, I did drama in college and um, was all doing plays and stuff. Yeah. I was in Trinity there as in players a lot. Yeah. Dressing up as a woman every other day of the week, you know, yourself, <laughs> the usual. But isn't that, that's where the Patrice comes from, is Yes. It? Yeah, actually, yeah, the Patrice. Yeah, <laughs> the Patrice. I, I, I did um, Alternative Miss Trinity. Uh, oh, in I know fabulous. It was a one-off. Uh, <laughs> I did it in uh, two thousand and what year was it? Nine, I think it was two thousand ten. Sorry, it was it was a uh, final year, and it was just a fundraiser for a uh, uh, play that I was in at the time. And I did it. Um, I, I had done Stars in the Rise the year before wow. as Beyonce like in college. Now you know, not yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> that <laughs> <can't do> that. <laughs> it was up on wheeling. Like, you know, it's uh, exciting. It's <laughs> very exciting, of course. And I did it as Beyonce. And I remember it was actually my first kind of 
thing that year in college since I'd come out. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Let's go for it. So I did that. And then the following year, they're like, here, would you do that alternative, Miss Trinity, and just crack out Beyonce again? And two of the girls, Clem and Jane, were just, you know, yeah. the usual. Like, they were like, because basically be five lads and they're all shite. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we just need one person to be, at least look like the they top. tried. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? A bit of makeup on them. So did it. And then, some of the guys from Alternative Miss Ireland were at it and I won it and, and wow. the, the Alternative Miss Trinity and they were like, oh, would you enter Alternative Miss Ireland? And I had no desire to do drag. Yeah. Like that. And I was like, um, yeah, grand. So I remember we were like, what will my name be? And we used to sit and observe people in college, as you do all the time. And we'd see like, you know the girl, I suppose she'd be a bit of an Ashling. Yeah. 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 So she'd have, you know, a bad kitten heel and a spaghetti strap <laughs> and the hair tied back and a bit of lip gloss and we were like she is such a Patrice yeah. she's such mm, there you are doll you know yeah. so it just I was like oh sure Patrice would be gas. and then I just when I left college on tangent now aren't I but anyway I I, um, I, I, I was working in retail up in Benetton and Stevens Green hated it mm. <laughs> 40 hours a week something you don't like no it can be tough good. it yeah, can be yeah, tough absolutely. so I was doing that and um Around the time I was setting up Instagram and stuff, and James Butler, that's because Butler is my surname, was taken. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, oh, sure, I'll throw in Patrice. Okay. I'll never use Instagram. Yeah. Sure, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Threw it in, and then when I started to do um, Snapchat and Instagram and stuff, James yeah. Patrice was the username, so everyone was like, oh, you're James Patrice, and it just kind of stuck. So, and my middle name is Patrick. Okay, so well, it's not too much of a stretch. And James Patrice sounds a bit more than... Well, yeah, it, 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 has, it has sort of a, a gravitas to us. It does. It does <laughs> yeah. my, my, my dad, James from Carlo, you know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Butler's gone. But my sister still uses it. It's all good, you know. So yeah, it, 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 it was a bit of a fluke. So it yeah. was kind of stuck. Yeah. You know. Fabulous. And you started, so you started off with Snapchat originally, is, yes. is where you started. Out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was off, uh, off sick from work for god about four weeks and because basically this is really glamorous i would sometimes get ulcers on my legs oh, oh gorgeous great you know why not as you do and i had a particularly bad one and i was i couldn't stand you know so i was off work and um at home bored and snapchat i had always had snapchat yeah because it was yeah. around from like 2008 maybe or yeah 2009. was it that early was it was. yeah but like you remember you'd only have it to send stupid selfies yeah 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 appendages <laughs> yeah. No, which I would never do of course um, but it was yeah, it was always there and I remember I just was using it and I would like do little skits take off my mum yeah just have the crack and at the, it was at that time it was that summer of about 2014 15 maybe 2015 yeah. I think it was that people started to use it more and more and I just started to get a few shout outs so yeah. I remember like um, Pippa O'Connor gave me a shout out oh. And a few others at the time, and just kind of got a bit of a following from it. And then from that, I, um, it was Ireland AM asked me to come in and do like a blogger style off because at the time, while I was in retail, I was also doing a bit of writing and stuff for a men's fashion magazine, Men's Fashion Ireland. Yeah, it's, it's gone now. But I, they were kind of like, oh, you're into fashion. Do you want to do a style yeah. off yourself versus another blogger? So did that and was winning them. Yeah, and I kept doing a bit more, and then started to get a bit of work on Snapchat, a bit of work on Instagram. I was starting to get a bit, a few bob, and I was like, "Do you know what?" And I, I, at the time when I was in 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 retail, I you know, look, nothing to do with the shop or anything. I just hated it, and it was starting to affect me. Yeah, because yeah. as I said, forty hours a week of something you don't enjoy, it Absolutely. can really take its toll. Yeah. And when you're a creative person, you feel stifled. Yeah, I was like, I, I, something's got to give here. So I remember my parents were like, "Well, look, this intranet lark is somewhat fruitful." 
so you're, you're living at home. You don't really have these major outgoings. Feck it, get out of there. You don't have to do it. it. Yeah. Go for it. So yeah. went for it. And then from there, I suppose, I started to get a bit of work in RTE. Yeah. Um, Susie Griffin at the time, who I still work with loads, she said, oh, um, do you want to come in and do the odd Facebook Live? Yeah. And talk about the Oscars. So yeah. it's actually me in a room. But uh, you see, at the time, no one was doing Facebook Live. Yeah. And no yeah. network was. So I remember it was like, RTE, you want to do Facebook it's Live? very, Whoa, yeah, yeah. Jumping very modern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she had just started there as social media lead. And she was like, let's just go for it. So I yeah. So did it. And then I think a lot of TV shows realized, okay, there's an appetite. Once the show is over, people want this immediate because it's all second screen view and you're looking yeah, at yeah. the TV. Sure. So started to do stuff for the Rose of Trilly. Yeah. So all the backstage stuff with that. And then that led to Dance with the Stars audition for that. I had to, like think, 10 people went for it. Yeah. I remember being like, well, it's just online. They're yeah. like, no, no. Because but that's kind of where it is now. Like, yeah. They're yeah. so protective of the format yeah. and stuff. So everything has to go through BBC and everything. Yeah. So it's all very. Yeah, and I get it because it's their baby, you know. Yeah. So yeah, did that and, and started to get what's bits. what's it like being involved in Rose of Tralee? Such like an institution. Oh, do you know something? It's mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's mad. Yeah. It's crazy. And like people say, what's I'm like, you need to go. Okay. Yeah, it's the only way to describe it. Is you need to go. Uh like it's it's chaotic yeah there's it's literally it, the, the rose hotel is beside the dome and everyone stays in the rose hotel okay. just for convenience and it's a gorgeous hotel and um a, a former rose i think she's washington rose she um unfortunately passed away and her parents knew how much she loved her so they bought the hotel oh wow and, oh, did wow. It up. and it's now this like haven yeah for yeah, the yeah. roses and yeah. it's lovely it's such a lovely story so yeah so anyway that place has always happened yeah it could be three in the morning there's a Hayley <laughs> over there there's a, a sing song <laughs> over there you don't know what's going on so it's amazing and I love it so yeah. I mean and I've done it for the last four years I think and each year it, it kind of improves more and again there's an appetite more and more for social and they're like yeah will we do this will we th-? and then they started to put our bits on the main show as well because it just gives it a bit of colour yeah and it mixes yeah. it up and you know, and so obviously Dahi is there and he does this amazing job chatting to all these roses and a knowledge of all of them. But they're like, you know, let's mix up, let's throw a bit more in. So like this year I was dressed as um, Mrs. Potts <laughs> from uh, the Beauty and the Beast yeah. because one of the roses um, families do charity runs in Disney. Yeah. And they always dress up as characters and Dahi was like, well, we might have someone to join you. So then I emerge, <laughs> pumping sweat on national television as a spot. You know, so it's great and like it's a it's a fun show. And I know people have their opinions on it, but I always say, look, it's a group of great women. Yeah, that make you feel highly inadequate about yourself because <laughs> half of them are scientists. Absolutely, half of them are, yeah. They're these great people that want to make a difference, want to use their platform. And yeah. if you look at the work that all the roses have done. They well, use their voice. No, And they do a absolutely. lot of great stuff. Yeah. And like, it's, it's to be admired. I mean, Kirsten Matemar, Maria Walsh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Where are you going to get the likes of them? You well, know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's true about the, the caliber of people who are actually on the Rose of Tralee. Those yeah. people are so accomplished. And they you, really are. And there is like that Smith of like, oh, it's just a beauty contest. But it's like, that, is, that seems to be the very last thing it is. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's so funny because, oh, it's a beauty. And it's like, well, if you look at the show, they come on in 
a nice look. They don't have to wear a nice guna. They want to wear. <laughs> sure, they could wear a trousers instead of the. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like obviously you're not on TV. You're gonna wear nice clothes. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> anyway, so like they come on and they talk about themselves, talk about their lives, talk about their families, talk about things they've been through. Yeah. Open, open eyes to certain yeah. things. You know, the Carla Rose last year spoke about um, addiction and all yeah. that because her family had gone through it. So they're, they're up there on national television and they're saying these amazing stories. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have this platform that they're using and yeah. I, I think it's great. So if, if you break it down, it is not a beauty pageant. No. It's, I think it's a conversation starter. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is, you know? Yeah. And there, there is a terrific sort of authenticity about a lot of the people who are involved in it. Like, anyway, and the stories, the stories that they're sharing are genuinely yeah. kind of impactful. And it's even like, I suppose we hear like with, with this, what we're doing, like people be like, oh, it's so great to hear this represented or seeing mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to us, I suppose we're just having the conversation ourselves and to hear other people saying that you're making a difference to them. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Really and so like when, when someone's doing it on that huge national stage, then yeah. it's going to have like this massive impact or it can have this massive Absolutely. impact. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, it's, and it's great. And at the end of the day, it's a bit of fun. And also like it creates great employment. Yeah. It like does all these things. Yeah, the town, it's, it puts Ireland on the map worldwide. Yeah. I literally sound like uh, <laughs> the, 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 the marshal of, of the Rose Tree or something. I have this, you know, I want to be her. Uh, no, it's just, you know, when, when, when you, you just become defensive of something, yeah, I suppose, course, when absolutely. you're doing this and you enjoy it and you see the work that goes into yeah. it. So to answer your question, the Rose Tree. It's crazy. Go. Go. <laughs> Do your podcast there next year. <laughs> we, we will. Um, Martin, can you book us into the Rose? Sure. Thanks very much. Rose yeah. Yeah. No problem. But, so you're, back to the, the Mrs. Potts thing. Well, the skits, yeah. the skits that you do. <laughs> yeah. I think that that like, your your stories are things, are things on Instagram that I will actually like stop and watch because there's so many stories oh, well, that you do just so like, click, 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 click. And it is those little like skits that you do that do seem to just bring a bit of life and energy. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks I much. One thing I've always wanted to ask, are there people in the dark carriages when yeah. <laughs> so, it can be it can be a dicey dance to do? So, uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm from Malahide, in case you didn't know. Oh. I'm a proud advocate of Malahide, and um, Malahide is the first stop on the dart. Yeah. So it'll always be like it'll arrive and it's there for like five minutes and then it leaves. So, excuse me, if you go down um, to the last carriage, it'll usually might as well ten be empty. Yeah. So. You hop on and then, I mean, you have, what, eight poles, <laughs> three, three cushioned seats. You have about four minutes till the next stop. You go for it. You just do it. Just, so, so I haven't, but sometimes then when you get into Port Marnock, um, it's like, ah, oh, I'm trying to finish Pussycat Tiles. Go. And then I keep, and I'm like, I give it 19 minutes a time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just raging because I'm originally from Wicklow, so obviously Greystones at the oh, other end of the dark. Well. So I could have got ten minutes out of it. <laughs> like, oh, because I mean, there's good ten minutes between Greystones and Start Bray. going home a lot more. I must do. <laughs> I definitely must do. Oh, you have to. Have but to yeah, but look, sure, yeah. So I, I, I usually have to curse myself. Yeah, and I, I just like having a bit of crack on Instagram yeah. because. Like, life is too short, isn't it? Yeah. it well, really it's something is. that um, I was saying to James earlier that Malahide Woman does that my mother used to do. Oh. Um, so I was saying to James, if my mother got a, um, a Christmas present, for instance, from someone in BTs or Arnott's, she would iron the bags and she would re gift stuff in those bags. <laughs> Good for her. Proper, proper country woman. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, that's fancy, I'll keep that. But she does, she's a bag, of, she has a, like a uh, press at home of bags. She's right. Bags. But if, if you're letting it out the door and you want to carry an umbrella or you have a few snacks or your power bank, your lippy, 
your vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Whatever you need on the go. Pass. Your essentials for the gal on the go. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so I, I, I would um, I would keep the bags. I'm not allowed to one without. And I suppose when I did it first, I did she was out for, I would say for a walk when I was, and I always joke, I'm out for my walk. You know, it's good to be out for your walk, you know, yeah. even though you walk to the coffee shop. But anyway, and um, I was just like joking, like, oh, I'm allowed to go the walk. And then those people were replying going, that's like, really? yeah. really, that's so accurate. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. And then I, I, then I, because I enjoy it. See, people say like, you know, do you think so? But the reason I do it is because I enjoy doing it yes. myself, to yeah. be honest. And like, you know, it just gives me a bit of a lift because like say some days you might be having, like, I mean, we all have our, our shite days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, a few weeks ago I had one and I remember, I was just like, you know, we just can't get out of the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oof. And I remember someone messaged me going, um, ah, where are your stories there? Come on. And I kind of felt like going, would you go? And <laughs> then, then I kind of realized actually, you know what? Why am I? Yeah, why am I in this funk? This low? Yeah. And then I got up and I remember I I had something in my head about my light woman and a dinner. I don't know what yeah. it was. And I did it and I felt great. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so I do it for myself as much yeah. as anyone else. And that's the good thing with Instagram. It's it's a it's, it's your own little platform. Yeah. Stuff and, and 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 not everyone might like it. Sure, who cares? Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's a bit of fun. It gives me a lift, you know? And that, that's the thing, I suppose it is. It's your space to do yeah. what you want to. And if you like it, then or if other people like it and they can go and watch and other people don't, they can go and like the pictures of cats and dogs. Let them ask it. Let them ask it. Defil, defil. So do you have a favourite of your of your, your things, that of your, your, your skits and characters? Oh, well, oh gosh. I mean, I used to do Philomena and Denise that used to work and in an office together. Yes, I, I enjoyed those. Yeah, I, I, I like their dynamic. The, the Philomena <laughs> was an absolute raging, thundering, you know, bitch, I'll say. And uh, poor Denise was just trying her best in her little shaggy bob wig that she was brushing an inch of its life. You know, um, so yeah, I love those people say, will you bring them back? And I'm like, listen, I can't be... You know, it's one week at a time here. <laughs> gosh, you know. So I would say, it at, I mean, they're all lovely, yes. And like Fidel and Denise. And then my sister and I do um, Kitty Nulty. Kitty, yeah. Kitty goes down the bingo. Uh, so Kitty has a little um, uh, strawberry blonde, shall we say? Yeah. So my sister Vanessa dons that. And then I would have a more of a shaggier version, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bernadette. So we'd be going down the bingo. So I like those. But I think Malahide Woman. She's oh, she, she would be yeah. my, my, my fave, yes. And <laughs> sorry, James. Um, I suppose working oh, he's read, killing each other. Yeah, yeah but we, We've been warned not to talk over each other. Apparently, we do enough and enough on the time. Right? You're, sorry. You're, you're in sync. <laughs> That's yeah. why. Yes. Um, would, but working in retail, I suppose, um, would you not agree that it would give you your scope for all these kind of... Because my it, sister used to work in retail and she yeah. said the crazy characters you get. It is the most effective character study yeah. you'll ever yeah. see. <laughs> oh my God, people are mad. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you guess people coming in and like, you know, they come in and, and like, so you used to fold clothes in yeah. um, Benetton. These beautiful sweaters and everything, but they have to be folded meticulously. Then you'd have some yeah. one. Like, uh, but I don't get this. Shops close at seven. What time will I go into the shop? Five Three two. minutes to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they come in and it's like they would purposely reach for that bottom sweater and yank it a whole lot gone. And I used to get so aggressive then as well because they'd be going for an but can I help you on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll get a few names. Whatever. You see, I suppose, um, and I have to admit, I'm probably one of those people because I'm a larger set gentleman. So like, it's obviously size-wise. It's at the bottom. But I would 
be a bountiful busty lady myself sometimes <laughs> I, I get that but yet, but you know what it is if something was folded so meticulously no I would I would wouldn't you? no yes, exactly yeah. so you tell so, your rares yeah though. I'd be like right I'm an XL okay so I'm going to be the fifth sweater down yeah I will lift no I would pull too, to be fair. and place yes these now but I know what you mean yeah. I know what you mean if, 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 if also put, just put everything in a hanger yeah, I agree so with that. Yeah. Come on. I, I worked in BT2 during college. God and help you. I had the exact same experience as you. And it would, people coming in and just tearing the place apart oh, five minutes. And I would really obnoxiously walk directly behind them, refolding the things that they yeah. just, as they were walking around, in the hopes that they would just totter out again. But of course. They were just so unself aware. Did you ever teach them? Did they learn from it? Um, I, I gave him some teachable moments, but I don't think anyone ever uh, anyone availed of the opportunity to learn. What department were you in? Uh, I was in ladies' wear. I was usually in Ted Baker. Oh, fuck. so oh, when that's you walked gorgeous. in, I know and Ted Baker would be a certain kind of absolutely. Of she she yeah. certainly would. She be a woman who wasn't messing. She no. was not messing around. She's spending three hundred quid on her her tea dress. Yeah. they love a good tea dress, don't they? They do indeed. Oh, they love and it. They, actually, do you know what my mum loves in Ted Baker? The um. You know, it's like the, the, the durable equivalent of a shopping bag. Oh, oh you know, yes. When like different colours and stuff. They yeah. So mum has a red one and a black one. And the red one is never off the arm at Christmas. It's lovely. <laughs> very festive. And highly impractical. <laughs> it's rainy, but it's very festive. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I have great empathy for Rachel. But, but you're so right, though. It, it, it just observes so many people. Yeah, You absolutely. really, really do. And that's like a Malahide woman. She is in the because I used to work in a chemist in Malahide, yeah. And the chemist McCabe's Pharmacy, how he is, is the one place that everyone has to go into, yeah. in a village. Do you I know suppose, what I mean? Yeah. So you get everyone in, yeah. <laughs> and 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 a great place for the goss, yeah. yeah. Loved a bit of goss. And then on the other hand, you'll get people just come in for a chat, you know. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and if you have, say you might be an older person that's mm-hmm. literally in those ten that's minutes of a chat is all they get, yeah, yeah. Throughout the day, so you have to like. You can tell if it's a nice customer. Yeah. And they just want a bit a of a good energy. You just yeah, want, yeah, yeah. Just a bit of a chin mag. And then I used to be like, delighted if you got a good talker. Yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> off the floor. Yeah. I was helping them find a size. Sorry, we don't have it. They weren't asking me anything at all, you know. Um, I suppose as well, um, we have to touch on Operation Transformation yeah, that you did. Oh, God, yeah. Um, wow. And you've done fantastic out of it. Oh, well, thank you. And what about the experience? It was it was crazy. Was yeah. it terrifying that like first when you were walking out like so exposed? You really are. Like, yeah, like physically so exposed. It's it's so true. I mean, when they when they rang me and asked me to do it, um, I had just finished the second season of Dancing with the Stars, and they were like, "Oh, hey, James, um, we're casting for Celebrity Operation Transformation. We're gonna start we're starting to get the ball rolling. Um, we love you on dancing. Would you consider?" Joining and yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, so I thought, okay, they're obviously expanding their social. They want a backstage presenter. Yeah, amazing. And I was like, yeah, great. I said, sure. I, I think there's a real appetite there for it, you know. And they were like, oh no, 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 no. We'd like it to be in it. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. <laughs> and she was, and she said it in the nicest way possible. But she was like, yeah, you know, I mean, um, you always look great, but geez, you can hide a lot under a blazer. <laughs> and I was like. I was going to say, you how, how do you bring somebody up and say, hey, um, you're a bit heavy. Do you want to? So I literally was just like, OK. And, I, and then she goes, look, this is a very initial conversation. Have a think about it. Get back to me. So I was like, OK. 
And I remember she was like naming people that had recommended me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll remember those things then. Right. Yeah, thanks, Emil. So I remember I went downstairs to mum and I was like, I just got a call to do Operation Transformation. She was like, what? And then again, she was like, that's fantastic. They want you to do the backstage. Brilliant. And I was like, no, no, don't you be honest. And she knew. She was like, well, James, you know yourself that you would like to lose a bit of weight. You're progressively putting on weight. Yeah. So go for it. So I yeah. kind of thought, okay, spoke to a few friends and they were all like, what have you got to lose? Only a bit of weight. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it's like, brand. so I, I rang them and then, and it, you see, with any of these shows, it it's really like, it's only ever a call. It never means you're going to be in sure. it. Like there's so many interviews. Yeah. So went and met the producers and they just kind of want to scope you out. And I suppose want to figure out if you're ready for it emotionally as well, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I met them and, um, had a good chat and then they can call her, okay, you're doing it. So I said, okay, right, that's this, I'm doing it. <laughs> so they um, called out to the house and it was that kind of initial meeting and um, they, they, they're videoing um, your day-to-day life and talking to your family and stuff and it was all good. And it's all great fun and it's all capturing the essence of you. Sure. And then every so often it'll be like, so we're going to talk now about why you've waited on you. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah that's what we're doing. Okay, okay. So anyway, the first week of filming, and so they're in your house every day. You have a person called a predator. So yeah. it's a producer and an editor. <laughs> predator. So it's like, oh, right, okay. So I had this lovely chap, Connor. And uh, I remember, it, you know, th- they had weighed me. And um, they were like, oh. So I remember the, the day that it was released to, to the press, it was your mum and it was Raina. Lovely mum, she was James, um, just going through some details here, just to find you, okay, uh, date of birth, a uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, weight 19 stone, one pound. And I was like, sorry? Because basically they weigh you at home, but won't tell you your weight. Because, yeah. But it, I suppose, in fairness, the whole thing is they want you to go in at your weight. They want you to go in at that way. They don't want you to start. Yes. Yeah. Because if they told you a week prior, you're 19 stone, you'll go, fuck. Right, okay. I have a week. Okay, yeah. At least seven pounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're not going in at your true, yeah. authentic, yeah. current weight. So yeah. she was like 19 stone. And I said, what? I said, ah, oh, no, no, no. And, and earlier that week, one of the producers had rang me on someone else's number thinking I was that person. So I was like, oh, I know what's happened. This is James. <laughs> you think I'm Mary I'm, Bird. Yeah, I, I, I'm not 19. I, I was happier than Mary. Sure. I was like, um, I was like I, I'm not. I'm not. And she goes, no, James, I'm 19 stone. And I was like, what? And I went mad in the car. And I was mm. going 19. And I was like, I, I said, I'm going to a chemist. and weighing myself. And then after one, I was like, okay, maybe you are 19 stone. Right. Yeah. How did it get to that point? So um, anyway, she weighed. It all went out. The first week uh, you could do it and you get your meal plan. And it's just such a shock to your system. You're cooking for yourself. They're following your every move. But the good thing is, I remember I'm, I, I, I fecked up loads in the first week. I didn't use right ingredients. I had left snacks at home, which I blamed mum for. And then when, when, you're, when they look back on your week, they're like, you see those mistakes that you made? And I was like, yeah, but uh, Connor never told me. The cameraman, yeah, yeah. he was like, they're like well, yeah, because you need to go discover them yourself so yeah. you're finding yourself and I mean I was an emotional wreck on it yeah. I mean, the first week I lost seven pounds birthday crime and I mean you're, you're exposing yourself you're totally vulnerable physically yeah. but mentally as well Absolutely. Because, you know the great thing with Instagram and if you're doing TV shows where you're interviewing people like when yeah. I do a show 
whether it's like the Today Show or whatever, I'm honest and not as a guest. I'm honest as an interviewer or like I'm doing a job where I'm asking someone else questions. Whereas this is all about me, yeah. which I really wasn't used to. Yeah. And online, you can, in a way, control how much of yourself you put out and you yeah. can create your own narrative. Whereas this was like, this is, even though, you know, say here. Yeah. So I went in and um, they were close up and I just bawled. My eyes are crying. Yeah. Couldn't help it. I was in underwear. And I suppose just my relationship with my body over the years wasn't great. I yeah. have scoliosis. So spine's curved in two places. And that, for me, that's only taken me in the last few years that I kind of like, what can I do? Quasimodo yeah. over here. Do you know what I mean? Just give it a lash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, and I had meningitis when I was 10. And I nearly died with that. And that shaped me very dramatically in my life because it's part of the reason why I don't really care about a lot of things and why I do like having a laugh because life is too short. You know, when it literally flashes before your eyes, which it does, I'm not sure if anyone else has had it, but it does happen to you. You're kind of like, who cares? So all of these things, I suppose, they, those situations and as well, varicose veins in my legs and ulcers, you know, when all these things kind of come on to you, you start to say, oh, my body's not helping me out. Yeah. So why should I help it out? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, I'm going to eat shit. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to care. I'll buy bigger clothes. But I got too far. Yeah. I really got too far. Yeah. So I suppose I remember it was Eddie Murphy on it, the doctor, Eddie Murphy. He was like, I remember he hit the nail on the head once because he, he, I was crying uncontrollably yeah. every week during the weigh-ins and during even VT and stuff. And he was like, Okay, he goes, I'm just going to call out to your house and we'll, of course, film the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> of course. And uh, we'll get to, to the bottom of it, you know. And he was like, so we kind of the nail on the head and he was like, you know, are, and he was like, are you crying because you're sad? And I was like, no, I'm crying because I'm really happy mm. that I'm kind of starting to figure Achieving out things. Yeah. And he was like, okay. He goes, James, do you feel like you're taking control of yourself? And I was like, oh my God. And like a light bulb moment. Yeah. So I, I, I took control. Yeah, that's what it was, you know. Yeah. And look, I didn't lose vast amounts of weight. I lost a stone and five pounds on the show, and then lost an extra seven. So, I mean, you're up and down, but the half a stone, of course, always. But basically, the guts are two stone. Yeah, you know. But I'm, that's I was, fantastic. I was, oh well, thank, well, sure, it's grand. You know, I'm not twiggy, but you're fat. But I was twenty eight. Was I twenty eight? I was nineteen stone. Yeah, it's not. That's not right. Yeah, no. twenty seven. Sorry, nineteen stone. That's not normal. No. Now look, I'm six foot two. And the gas thing was, people are always like, 19 stone, you're not 19 stone, you couldn't be. Yeah, yeah. Look, when you're tall and you can dress well. And you're yeah, yeah. broad and, and across yeah, the shoulders. You, yeah. you know, you, you can carry things yeah. a certain way. But it was a great experience. And it just made me, I mean, uh, uh, and people, like my friends are always like, like, James, of course you yeah. wouldn't do anything by halves. Yeah. Of course you'd have to go on national television with your tits out <laughs> <laughs> every Wednesday and lose the weight that way. But... It was the most liberating thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't care about my body. I, sorry, I, I care about my oh, body, no, yeah. of course, but how it looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, it's my, like at the end of the day, my body is a great thing yeah. that gets me up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, get, helps me work, helps me love people. Yeah. So if I, I used to be so caught of pictures, pictures, Jesus. Yeah. Pictures. How do I look? Let me go against, and it looked me. I still like a good angle, yeah. five million to get the one nice picture. But you used to be so worried, yeah. And I was like, why am I worried? Yeah, about, about what people think of how I look? Yeah, feckus. You yeah. know, there's such a, a stigma again, like sort of again in the gay scene, oh, particularly time. for for men. I suppose yeah. no I mean, fats, no femmes. Exactly, no oh, fats, yeah. no femmes. You know, and yeah. when you when yeah. you tick all those boxes, it can mm. be. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I have a sibilant S and a fat R, so <laughs> yeah. I'm out, you know? Oh, dear. 
But no, I think that it's um, it's something that it's good that people are talking about now more, and there's such an openness around that fats and femmes thing because yeah. it kind of calls out the behavior that enables it. And like, yeah, obviously, you know, everyone would like to look like Chris Hemsworth, but like, not everyone does, and you shouldn't make someone feel guilty no. because yeah. they don't. And I know that I've like I've similarly struggled with my weight my entire life, yeah, been up and both, down and up and down. All of us have in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that it, it's something that we're. It, it has previously been looked at as like a personal failing and now 100%. it's and now people are going to go oh no look you know it's you get into this situation but it's about being like am I happy here am mm-hmm. I not happy here and then taking control if you need to and I think yeah. that's it and not feeling ashamed 100% yeah I remember actually you know Louise McSharry yeah. yeah she said the most revolutionary thing to me I remember a bit a year ago and she was saying like you know I think it was after I'd lost a bit of weight and, she, and I was like oh people so it's nice people say you look well and she was always like which means I always have a bit of a problem with saying, so when they've lost weight, saying, geez, you look great. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, why did I look like shit before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was always like, you should always say to someone, God, you look really happy. Yes. And I yeah. thought that was such a lovely thing to hear. No. And she was so right because yeah. you associate weight loss with, well done, yeah. you, yeah. you look fantastic. I had, yeah. I had a friend a few years ago who who just started losing weight um, without putting in what would have seemed to be the sort of appropriate amount of, of, of effort to do so and got so many compliments and people were coming up to her and saying, oh my God, you look amazing, you look fantastic. And she was just like glowing from it. And But she was also at the same time very tired and not feeling mm. particularly well. And it was a, it took about eight months until she realized that she had like lymphoma cancer. So and it was wow. like she thankfully has fully recovered from yeah. it. But like at the same time, there's that like natural reaction of oh, oh the only thing that you can interpret from someone losing weight is that it's positive. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, and, and even then, you'll see people that are unwell, and like they'll make a joke of it. I mean, maybe that's because they want to and say they cope. They're like, oh, sure, free weight loss. Yeah. Like, well, you have. A vomiting bug and severe <laughs> yeah. diarrhea. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'd rather probably not have that. You know, yeah. look, who doesn't like a good bout of stomach flu <laughs> from time to time before an event? Oh, it's the best way to go. It's fantastic, it is. But yeah, but it's so true. Like, you're so right. Like, I mean, people associated with a sense of failure, and it's not a sense of failure. It's just you're circumstantially at that point. Yeah. And if you want to change, you can. Exactly. You yeah. Know, and like it's like my sister a lot. Like she was a, at one point a size twenty six, and she's now like a size sixteen to eighteen. So like she yeah. did great, and but she always just says like you know, it's it's not overnight. No, yeah. no, and, it really and it can't be. And then it's like you know you're 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 celebrated for losing it really quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, it's 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 you know you have to look back and see how far you've come, mm-hmm. and it, and people can be so hard on themselves as well. You know. I'd take away last night. Oh, that, I'm, I'm gone. It's like, well, no, that's one meal out of 21 meals yeah. that you're going to have this week. Yeah. So it's okay. It's just, it's all this pressure. And I mean, it's great even on social media nowadays, you know, we are seeing a change and people are saying, okay, this is me now in a nice post picture. Yeah. This is me not. In my normal. You know. Yeah. But then we also have to be careful of that because yeah. it can go the other end yes, where it's yeah. like, it's really cool now. I'm going to have me for your roles, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> I, 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 but I totally see where people are going with it. I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. yeah. Well, we just need to make sure that it's always balanced. It, it's balanced. Exactly. Yeah, it's balanced. But it's certainly an improvement. <laughs> it, it is. You know, it's no, great. Uh, absolutely. And you're. So, well, I mean, you're, you've talked quite a bit about your family in, mm. like, in the last little while. And 
they are quite involved in your sort of social media presence as well. Yes. Particularly your yes. mother, who seems to be kind of a standout star. She's fabulous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's great. You know, I mean, the funny thing is, mum and dad both still use Airtel, which is soon to be cut. Yeah. Oh my God, they were devastated. They're like, how do we get the lottery results? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like, literally. So they, 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 they like, dad has um, an Alcatel phone. Yeah, post office. Oh, that was wow. my first ever phone. There you go. Yeah. Were you in Alcatel? I was. It's unusual because it's usually Nokia. Nokia fifty one ten for me. No, yeah, no, it's Alcatel. usually Nokia. So uh, and mum is Nokia. Yeah, and literally that's what they have. Yeah, they don't use ATMs. They don't use like I can't. I can't explain. People think I'm lying. If I put a laptop in front of them, they physically <laughs> wouldn't know how to get to like Microsoft Word because they wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, it was so like they're totally aloof. So they're very much out of it they get it they get that like you know I do a bit of social media and they're delighted and like now because I do more TV they're like ah that's what you that's, this is, this is there the he is there now. that's what's going on he's on the Today Show now it's all you know right um, and but they, they're so supportive yeah and they're great and they're great fun and yeah like you know sometimes I will unwillingly or not, not unwillingly, unknowingly uh, record them <laughs> from time to time. Um, and look, I mean, they're a little bit none the wiser. Yeah. But, but doesn't kill you, maybe. Well, no, not but doesn't kill you. <laughs> Absolutely. What's it? But if doesn't you don't kill you, no harm or something. No What's harm, no saying? foul. That's probably not it. Oh, but you don't know can't hurt you. That's it. That yeah. was it. <laughs> Jeez, we were getting into murderous territory and does, there. does your mother ever get recognised? She out? would, yeah, she would. And I suppose... I would say to her, you know, well, like after Operation Transformation, she was on it. Obviously, so yeah, yeah. that was, you know, that was it. But that's two years ago now. It's going to have to, yeah, still explain it now. But <laughs> like, I mean, but like, I'll say, I'll tell her that I'm putting a picture up. Yeah, you know, or like yeah. if there's a nice selfie of us or whatever. And then sometimes if I'm doing like a, a proper lip sync, I'll get them involved, and I'm like, yeah, this is going up. And she's like, oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's going up. And she <laughs> doesn't, wouldn't, so she's like, is, um, uh, will it get you a few hits? Yeah. <laughs> she thinks that hits is the thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get a few hits. And then she's like, hey, just, did you get many hits on that? And I'm like, loads of hits. <laughs> really good. So I've been doing this, I, I, because I love them so much and like, I'm not anymore, but you would get the odd message back in the day, people going, oh, you're so mean, you're slagging your mom. And I always say, and I don't think I've ever once slagged her. Yeah. I would argue that I'm celebrating her. Yeah. You know, and how fun she is and how dynamic she is. And how, yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone's mom is great. You yeah. Know? So why not celebrate them? And my dad and my sister. Um. So yeah, so like, they love it. They love the bit of crack. Yeah. I mean, Halloween day, we filmed Malahide Woman in the house. And Jesus Christ almighty, she, I mean, Vanessa teaches that she was off school that week. <laughs> and she was there, she did me mua. And like mum and dad, like, I literally had them on their knees with Halloween hats on their head going trick-or-treat because they were meant to be kids. <laughs> and like, I'm sure if the neighbours were like, what in the name of God are they doing? But they're just like, they love having fun. Yeah. And they love a bit of crack. And yeah, yeah. Like, it's a madhouse. And yeah. like, my friends are always saying, and People have said it before over the years. Would you consider cameras following you or doing something oh, like that? Keeping up with the Patrices. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and it's it's been said the odd time, and I'm always like, I don't think. No, don't think we will. But because I think it, it's it, your but, space, and you yeah. can give people as much of it as you want to give exactly. at the moment. And people say to me, "God, you share everything," and I'm like, well, I 
don't actually yeah. care yeah. that much at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you can be selective because yeah. you still want to protect them. No, absolutely. absolutely. I actually was um, telling my mother that I, I needed to start um, emulating what you were doing in order to absolutely. make me super. There we go. But uh, yeah, she she wasn't so keen on the idea of it. Uh, she was like, no, 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 you can hire someone else to be your mother in your videos. And I was like, it's okay, no, Liz. You see, now you are very <laughs> foolish there, James. Never tell them. <laughs> Never. Better to ask for forgiveness than beg for permission. Uh, absolutely. And how, how can they deny you? And once they, they see all the hits, then they'll be loving them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hits are going nice. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It is kind of amazing, though. You've mentioned your mother encouraging you twice to do different things like operation transformation mm. leaving the job mm-hmm. but like for people who didn't know anything about technology thing you know to say go ahead and do yeah. the social media thing that's amazing True, yeah, yeah. This, i think because she knew that they so th- those things would make me happy yeah mm. you know and she knew that i was oh. in a job i didn't like you know she the job I didn't like and had ways that probably needed to go i think she was just like go for it that's you know? deadly yeah. though that's really yeah and i mean because even like in college if I, or in school i was like oh, i want to do drama and they were like, I'm sure other parents would be like, God, oh my. Um, but they were just like, if you love us, go for it. Yeah. Why not? You know? And I think that's the, best, that's the best attitude to give people. Like, oh, just to totally. push people to do what it is. They look, rather than sort of saying, no, no, you have to like pursue this sort of safe options. It's like, then you won't be happy. It'll be totally. like the retail thing where you're kind of forced 40 hours a week to do something that you're not that interested oh, but in. But I think it's great nowadays as well because like for you, young people young people you know <laughs> yeah. the children growing up and stuff like i remember i'm sure it was the same when you used to in school it was always like okay what college course are you doing yes yeah, yeah. because you're doing that okay well it's your, that's your life yeah, yeah. you know whereas yeah. now is like a you don't really need a college course and b it, just because you do something doesn't mean that you that's what you're going to stick with forever yeah. there's so many avenues and it's i think it's very encouraging yeah. I, I i love yeah. hearing kids being like oh, i don't really know yeah. But I'm going to do this course because I like that at the moment yeah. and see where I end up. Who cares? You know? On the subject of seeing where you ended up, what's, do, you have a, do you have a plan for where you're going? Or are you just kind of, because it seems like opportunities have kind of presented them to you and you've made the best of them. Are you going to keep that approach or do you have yeah. a, do you have, do you, are you like, I'm going to be the next Graham Norton? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't I think, um, I, yeah, I mean, I would never have anticipated to like, become a social media influencer because if you said that about 15 years ago I'd be like what? Does that even what? God no, about, like, yeah, also no, she's like I don't have a clue. <laughs> so I, I, what, what I've learned is that um, oh, I'm getting all very poetic now but it, like you know actually one of my favourite quotes is you can't prevent but you can't predict Yeah, which Mary Alice Young said in Desperate Housewives. <laughs> that is my source of wisdom and Bible. knowledge. Yes. So, and it's something that I've always stuck by because when you start to plan things too much and they don't work out, you get bogged down. Yeah. And you have these plans for yourself, and it doesn't f- for, come to fruition. You're like, oh god. So you end up feeling very low, I suppose. So yeah, I, to yeah, I, I think have a bit of an idea, have some bit of direction. So yeah, I would love to st- keep on with TV. And that's if TV is still going. Like, yeah. You know, how, where things are going. So yeah. I think what I enjoy most is talking to people. Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah. what I love doing. Whether it's online, out and about. I always I always say, give me a microphone and a camera and we'll go. Yeah. And who, see where we end up. Yeah. And I love doing that. And you can't plan those things too much. No, so no. once I'm still talking to people and just helping people have fun. Yeah. I think that's what I want to keep doing. Definitely. Yeah. And, 
you know, I'm a great believer in things coming full circle, definitely, mm-hmm. because I always wanted to do drama and performance. And then I had those years in retail. It sounds like retail is horrendous. <laughs> but I suppose I had those years with no direction. Yeah. Where I did feel like shit some days. Yeah. And you really feel like absolute crap, you know? Yeah. And then things come to you for a reason. Yeah. So, you know, I ended up then back doing a bit of performance back doing like the panto. So, you know, you end up doing things that you're meant to do, but there's yeah. no clear path. Yeah. Because if there was a clear path, everyone would be everyone honest. Of course yeah. they would. Why would you bother even planning anything? Yeah. yeah. I'd end up there. No, yeah. Bother. Yeah, no, exactly. Just, I always say, hope for the best. Yeah. And just give it a lash yeah. and keep her lit, you know? And actually, I wanted to ask about the, the panto actually yeah. was the next thing I was going yeah. to, to ask about. That must plug. Cute <laughs> <laughs> plug. Where, where's that on? Where can tickets be purchased? Tickmaster.ie, button fees may apply. Um, we're in the Olympia <laughs> from the 20th of December to the 4th of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, two shows a day. We have three shows on some days. Yeah. Wow. Jesus, I'll be on the Barack going, that yeah. day. I can imagine. Grand, a yes. lot of children. A lot of vocal rest. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and just for clarification, there is no tracking. It's just live every day. Wow. Just, you just want to get that out there. You know? And I used to work on Oxfam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's uh, Cinderella. Yeah. The story of Cinders and Trafella. So I'm the fairy godbrother. My wand is ready. Oh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm very excited. I did it last year. It was my first year doing it last year. And it was Aladdin. Yeah. So I was the genie. So there's a bit of a magical theme yeah, coming the, out there, you the know. The magical assistant. That's, exactly. that's, your, that's your niche. Yes, exactly. Bringing people together. There to help the protagonists <laughs> get to where they're meant to be. So, do you know, it is the most fun ever. Yeah. Like, you <gasps> couldn't write it. The crack is 90 and... Um, there's like a hundred kids in it. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. And it's their Christmas. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're there doing it every day. They're giving it well. They're singing their hearts. They're dancing. It's amazing. And the people that come, they just love it. You yeah. know, and it's totally tongue in cheek. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and you're just having, again, you're making people laugh. You're having yeah. a bit of fun. And people are saying, oh, it's Christmas. Are you not going to be exhausted? And well, yeah, you are. But, Look, who cares? You're off Christmas Better Day. Better to be exhausted. Exactly, in, yeah. With something you love doing. Absolutely. And you're having fun. You're in town. Yeah. The atmosphere is there. A few baths after. <laughs> the odd show here and there. So yeah. it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. And it's a great cast. Like, Aaron McGregor's in it. Ryan Andrews and Jean Reed. All these great, very talented people. Yeah. That, um, you get to have the crack with. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of fun. So, yes. And that, I suppose, that you're... Um, that's bringing you back into the drama then back into yeah. that, that area again as well. that whole thing of full circle took, yeah full circle took a while to get there but if, if you're meant to be there you're meant to be there yeah. that's for you won't pass <laughs> and all that shite but it is true as yeah. as, as uh, annoying as it is to hear as, sometimes as, as cliche as it yeah, is like when you're in the pits of despair that's for you won't pass yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like suck me flaps yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true it is there is there is truth in it yes. definitely yeah, yeah. and I suppose um, just to finish up are we finished? We're finishing up. Yeah, I was um, we're getting an there. hour late. So fair enough. We've got we've got a concern that they might close the gate down there, and I've no way to get us out. So we'd be sleeping here tonight. Well, <laughs> yeah. so we're all friends now. Yeah. Why not? But you just touched on obviously you're going to be super busy over Christmas. But what is Christmas like in the Butler household? Oh God, great. Yeah, no, I love Christmas. I have to say, I have the I tree up it. already. Do you hate it? I hate it. Why? What? I don't oh, know uh, why. That's not news to me. I and mean. actually, do you know what? I'm going to stop myself there and give out to myself because uh, a lady said to me before that she hates Christmas for a particular reason that is personal to her. 
So if someone says to you, they don't, like, I'm not saying that you've this match. I don't you know, have any personal yeah, reasons. No, yeah, And And I remember really maybe thinking, because I used to always say, you don't like Christmas, what's wrong with you, Jesus? Maybe people just don't like bleeding Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's grand. <laughs> maybe they like Easter. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's fine. See, um, I, lo- I love New Year's over Christmas. I hate New Year's. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Flip. yeah, see, so there we go. But oh, sorry, anyway, we're back flip-flopping. to the yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Big gay podcast. <laughs> Um, wait to get that in Uh, Christmas is great I love it and um, I suppose it's just a bit of fun and like it's chaotic it's myself and me mum dad and Vanessa and I think this year Vanessa's fiance is going to join us Um, another slap in the face and I'm single Uh, you know what's your man your man of honour I am man of honour for her wedding. Yeah, yes, so really it, it's very much all about the wedding at the moment. But mm. within reason, because we're quite organised. But uh, no, Christmas is, is great. And I have the tree up already. Oh, God. For continuity, I won't say when this was recorded. But I'll say <laughs> I had it up quite early. Yeah, yeah. Your reaction. <laughs> there you go. I have my tree up on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. my, my excuse was that I'm just so busy over the Christmas. <laughs> I won't have time. <laughs> I could have done it this Sunday. But I wanted it up. Um, so yeah, there was chaos putting the tree up. I, st- uh, I stormed out of the room. No, mum stormed out of the sitting room because we had a row and she slammed the door. And then I went out and said, you didn't slam it hard enough. So I slammed it again. <laughs> and I, I pulled a garland off the wall, threw it there, went upstairs for five minutes, then come back down. It was all fine. So lots of chaos. Um, but like, yeah, it's great. I love it. And Jonas, I, I just love, I don't know what it is. I'm obsessed with it being like perfect for everyone. Yeah. yeah. But you come to realise then as the years go on, it doesn't have to be. And Christmas is just about, I suppose, sitting down and having the crack and it can be lonely yeah. for a lot of people. No, it absolutely. Can, you can, you know? yeah. So I think just let, let's not treat it as this big, really important thing that if it's not perfect, then it's fine. Sure, half the time, Christmas, the most fun is the days leading up to it. Yeah. Like the month of December. Yeah. Because the day itself, sure, it's over. Yeah, yeah for no. sure. Absolutely. All that, all that for one dinner. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like, sure, it's like my mom like hates turkey. Oh, she'll have it. Yeah, yeah. Turkey, have grace. Else. Yeah, like, misery in every bite. Hates it. it was you like, have to have it. It was know? like when you're because um, my mom hates making a turkey as well. We said we'll get a turkey crown. Absolutely, oh, no way is a crown coming into this house. Yeah, yeah. It's like actually every year, mom's like, and it's sitting there, and it's a waste, <laughs> and it's like. You know, and I remember because my my dad is from Carlo, and for years. We would get the turkey from Carl, like the actual, the whole lot, the the, the man. And we'd leave the house when dad was getting it ready. And like, gack when I think of it, like (laughs) disgusting. But now, and then I remember like, we stopped getting it then. And mum was like, I'll get get the smaller turkey. No, you won't get the smaller turkey. How dare you? And I I, I might just get four breasts. What? (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that turkey sitting there and no one eating it. But the best part is, is the turkey sandwiches. Oh, absolutely. But if the sandwich yeah. is the day after with your bit of cranberry sauce, your brie... We'd have them that night as well, then. Oh, oh, yeah, you would. Because, yeah. So actually, what time would you have your dinner? Two-ish, three. Same. Yeah. Yeah. About four or five, probably. Oh, oh, oh A little bit continental. Yeah. You're fancier. <laughs> no lean with the notions, is it? I see. Yeah, I suppose, like, so, because we have it... Are you two as well? Two, three? Yeah, around when the same. Yeah, yeah. It's a lunch, like. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a lunch. Well, when you think about it, you believe you 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 want the sandwich in the in the evening, but we always have it with um, Eastenders. It's safe for Eastenders, and my sister and I. This is so weird. We have our tradition. This is actually really weird. Why am I saying this? Anyway, we have a bite of the sandwich, (laughs) and then 
this is my and then a, a, a little slurp of Diet Coke mm. and whatever way it works in your mouth it's stunning <laughs> so my what yeah. you make for Christmas all you need is a can of Diet Coke and your turkey so yeah that's our little tradition that's what you so do. I don't know where your original question was I was just discussing <laughs> no, we were, I did, you were describing your Christmas which oh, is exactly what I needed it's a bit of fun and also very important that you dress up Oh, to yeah. not leave the house. New yeah, clothes. absolutely. And stand there in the height of discomfort for <laughs> until about six. And, and you have to get your pictures by the tree. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Yeah. You know? yeah absolutely. Absolutely. There was one year where I, I would make the dinner at home. Um, oh, no, because I'd, 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 be the, I'd be the chef. Um, Delia Smith. And I got very frustrated because I didn't feel like people were giving me enough attention or were, were giving me enough sort of applause. For Fair me. enough. So I insisted that I was just going to wear pajamas for the full day. <gasps> and did you... <laughs> No, because I, I, and not because anyone, no one tried to stop me. They were like, well, yeah, fine, if you choose, you want to wear pajamas. <laughs> <Not again." you. laughs> and then after, when the dinner was made, I ran up and I had to change into something nice because I was like, this is absolutely disgraceful. This is not an occasion if I'm wearing pajama bottoms. You're Nobody's right. even and, noticed. But that's the thing, and, and you'll think to yourself, I'm going to make a point, but then you'll end up being rotted with yourself at the end. It's like, like <laughs> yeah. I, sh- I should have looked well. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Always yeah. dress up. Absolutely. You never know. That's it. I think that's just a good lesson for life. Always just always 100%. dress up. 100%. People yeah. are always like, you're a bit overdressed. No, you're not. No. You never be overdressed. No. Yeah, it's like my mother. My mother does a thing where she gets something fancy off somebody and she'll keep it for best. Yeah. Like, no, mother, yeah. wear it every day. Yeah. You'll never ever use it. It's always like that a nice coat. It's always yeah. staying in the wardrobe. Or like use it. a fragrance or nice yeah. smelly sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're never used. Never. No, never. Decomposing in the she corner. Just puts you know? them back in a brown Thomas bag and gives them out to somebody else. So. <laughs> regifting. Oh yeah. The re- the bag, None of us would ever regift. <laughs> no. Never. Of course not. But it was fantastic having you in. We are, James. Ah. But the fact Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much for coming on. It's been a fantastic conversation. I don't even know what I said. I'll listen back and I'll go, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? Anna, thanks so much for having me. Fair play to you for having a podcast like this. Because I know a lot of people will listen to it and probably get a lot of solace from yeah. most of the bits you talk yeah, about. Yeah. So fair play to you. Thank you very, very much for having really me. Good. And tell us, where can people find you? They can find me on the corner of Leeson Street. <laughs> 50 quid. In Madigan's. 75 but no lips. Yeah. Uh, they can find me on uh, at James <laughs> underscore Patrice. Wherever you find your wherever social influencers. You wherever they may be. Yes. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Thanks James. James. Happy Christmas. Happy, Happy Christmas. Yes. Tell me, Stephen, what are you coming for? What are you living for? Well, Martin actually approached it um, at the start. I am coming for the 10-year challenge. Because it's back again and no business being back. Exactly. And it's people using the exact like same photo 10 years ago. And the exact I know. Same, it's awful. Horrendous. It is. It, like, I don't understand. How did this happen? I just think it's, it's it thirst trap bitches on Instagram. Sorry, no. That's what I think. I agree. I, 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 I don't hate care it. what but you look like 10 years ago. I mean, any, any excuse to just say, look how better Amazing. I Absolutely. Like, ugly people like me don't do that. <laughs> so, well, actually. I, I was raking back through my 20, 20, 2009 <laughs> pictures. Yeah. And I was like, there's not a one of these I would put out into the open again. <laughs> Which is why exactly you should do it. <laughs> just to show you where, how the far troll, you've gone. The troll monster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's, oh, it's really contrived. And it's like, I hate when people do the whole... Oh, I'll just jump on the bandwagon. No, stop it. Yeah. That, that annoys me in people's captions. Oh, just jumping on the bandwagon. Oh. It's like, no. no. Stop. My socials, Acknowledge us. Acknowledge my us. aren't even 10 years old. They're probably like five. I joined Facebook in 2007. I but didn't like, realise. 
I I had a restart once I came out of the closet. Oh, oh did you? So like you, you had won't a wipe find, clean. You won't oh, find you? old pictures of me. Oh. That's quite clever because I have like photos of me dressed as a straight man. <laughs> you like, like in your bootleg jeans in your in your cream um, in your cream. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! That was a gorgeous cream emperor's jacket for my dad. We ne- oh, we forgot to share the the victory went to Arge in the we did the we did the um the poll on Instagram about whether you looked more like Arge or Joey Fatone and Arge won. Now that Arge has put on sixteen stone, fabulous. But that picture of him that I put up wasn't that. That's true. It was a but lovely, people are probably a lovely slender photograph <laughs> yeah. of him. Um, you look like a slender edge. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but yeah, please stop doing the 10-year challenge. Oh, yeah, no, stop it. It's awful. Yeah. So tell me, what are you coming for or living for? I'm coming for... Um, oh God, th- this is just a disgusting story. We like. I'm coming for, 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 for broken toilets. Okay. <laughs> um, so, did you break them? Or no, I didn't. I, I didn't. So I've been in my current office for the last, for the last five years. Okay. And... Um, about two or three weeks ago, during the like really, really bad, bad, bad rain, uh, we like had a man banging on the door all of a sudden in the middle of it, and was like, "Hey, open up, open up!" And he owned a shop which is situated underneath my office, and he was like, "There's, there's all sorts of fucking shite going into <laughs> oh, my stock room. There's oh, all sorts no. of shite going into my stock room. This is a disgrace. My fucking I'm stock is ruined." Attack. Oh god! And so <laughs> oh. we were like, "Okay, whatever." And like our offices, like we we're kind of, our office like physical offices sublet by the people that I actually work for. So it's all real complicated because we're not actually allowed to do anything and we wouldn't we weren't able to allow him to do anything. So we had to kind of we had to wait until we could contact the people who like our kind of like over people and they had to then contact the landlord and then the landlord had to contact it. And it was all like this kind of thing. And so when they came in, what happened is now in 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 my office there's a, a toilet and then beside the toilet there's like a little um a little kind of cabinet and it turns out that that little cabinet thing had actually been a, a second toilet for um for a number of years before the conversion happened and we you're not in. describing this well enough start again <clears throat> so there's a little like there's a little it sounds what cabinet. you're making it sound like is people are going to the toilet in a, in a press yeah, no okay so, <laughs> yeah, that's so like. <laughs> there's okay so there's there's a in my office, there is like the you go into the to the toilet and sort of there's the big bathroom and then there is beside that kind of a cubicle sized press, which apparently at one stage was, was actually just another toilet. Okay. okay. And they when they were converting the building hadn't properly unplumbed that. So there was just like a, a random pipe that was sticking up and out of it and Whenever the toilet was being flushed in my office, it was going to that. It was fluming out, oh, and so it was going down into the into the, the shops Poor below. Stock, man. I know, disgusting, disgusting. And then apparently some other way, some other leak had happened, and the the entire floor of the bathroom and that press were were sort of like getting very very slowly moistened by toilet water. Oh, Jesus Christ! So, and I was just like, I have been working here for five years. Yeah, that's been all. Like, Toilet mud. Yeah. Surely there was a smell. No, none. Well, I mean, the cleaners are too good. No, well, that's it too. But anyway, that's disgusting. Um, so I was wondering aloud to my manager about whether or not we were allowed to work in the office while the toilet was broken because it was broken for two days, and she said no because you could go over to Stevens Green, but you have to pay for the toilet in Stevens Green, and also twenty. You're not meant to be allowed to work somewhere where it doesn't have a working toilet. Yeah, but you're not allowed to work somewhere if the temperature goes below a certain amount or above a certain amount because it's a girl in work in our place. So apparently it takes two weeks to regulate the aircon in our building that we're mm. in. Um, so she's got one of those little mini thermometers on her desk and if it goes above a certain amount, she's like, legally I shouldn't be here. 
So yeah. fuck see all these rules. No, but there is. Same, we had no running water for one day and she was like, we all need to leave because we can't be here. So I like her style. Us. I like her style. I like her style too. Would it make me down tools? No. No. No, and to be to be fair as well, you know, you, 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 you get through it. You, you do what you need you to do. do. You know, you go into the little cubby hole and you just piss on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... Yeah, but uh, it finally got fixed. But anyway, so that's what I'm coming for. I'm coming for broken toilets. Well, I, I, totally I think it's related. bad design more than broken toilets. No, it was. It was bad design. The whole Absolutely. thing. Was, and your man as well. The guy, the guy, the shop owner dude was like some sort of like a, a Guy Ritchie villain out of a like one of those lock stock type movies. Like he, was, <laughs> he was like he was giving me a load of guff because I had been sent out, and then I ended up having to have all these like mask conversations with plumbers and stuff because <laughs> I'm I work in. The, so I, I because you like, have oh, testicles, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh yeah, no, he said so that there's a U bend done, and then the, and the thing and it's out through the wall, and there's a leak there, and the valve is done, and the the ceiling. That's like me and work. On. So I work with quite. Um, I work with women that would label themselves as feminists mm-hmm. until they need to actually pick up like uh, a ream of paper or a box of paper, and then I'm no longer the gay. I'm the man. Yeah, which infuriates me. Well, I work with some wonderfully empowered women who always change the water, and I always feel guilty because you uh, can't handle it. Well, no, because I'm always like, oh, I should do that. Like, I can pick up a thing of water and change it, but they are coming. I know, but I think fantastic. Fair play to them. No, absolutely, fair play to them. Well done. Keep Keep it up. up. Keep shitting in cupboards. (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, they're treating it like a man usually would. (laughs) Keep going, girls. Shitting in a press? Yeah. Okay. Well, like... Is that what you get up to? Is that what you're into? Oh, no, not gay Inch. people. <laughs> I'm talking about... We don't like, shit. Until, until you need to go. I'm talking about working men's clubs. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Big Gay Bucket List or Twitter at Bucket List Big. You can email us at BigGayBucketList at gmail.com or send us a text on WhatsApp to 083 5822 If you like what you heard, please spread the word and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. And please leave us a review. We'd love you if you did. Get us into that new and noteworthy section on iTunes. Get those listeners up. Come on, guys. Uh, Before we go, there's just enough time to say thank you to Martin for all the work he does behind the scenes and keeping us edited and not saying anything questionable. To my beautiful co-host, Stephen, you you just, you you light Light up my life. life. You light up my life. Uh, And to Collaborative Studios for hosting us today. Thank you very much. And a massive thank you to James Patrice. And a massive thank you to James Patrice. And thanks for listening to The Big Gay Bucket Bucket List. List.